0: Good morning, everyone. Uh, Marcos, Eugenio, Ada, Carlos, Ninoska, Sebastian, Adriana, Alex, thank you for saying good morning. And we're going to get started right away. Very simple with the questions. I selected five questions from last week. I think we're going to have just close to enough time because they're very very important, very in-depth questions, uh, topics, actually, uh, about our business. So I'm going to get started right away. And if you have questions, please far away. I'm going to get started showing you my first slide right here and here we go today October 26 welcome to another weekly planner call here we are and there we go first question of the day very simple from last week I'm going to show here make it a trial period this is a very 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 uh, controversial topic what happens if during the 30-day trial period period a buyer puts a contract on the home, you don't have an exclusive right to sell contract with the seller. How will you handle that? So why am I putting this uh, specific question here? Well, very simple, guys. Remember that I say to you, nothing more powerful to get a listing than what? That lowering your commission, and I know it is a very controversial for non-business minded people to understand negotiating the commission, all right? And number two, make it a trial period. So again, I can speak as much as I want about myself, my experience, the properties I've sold, the company that I work for, those are all good valid reasons to work with me or with you. However, they are not as powerful as giving the seller the chance to save some money. Number two, giving the seller the option to opt out of the agreement. So if you are, again, one more time, if you're penetrating on a specific market, right? Nothing is more powerful than those two things. Mr. Seller, I'm gonna give you a flat fee of $1,500. I'm gonna give you a 1%, uh, I'm gonna charge only 1% in my commission. And number two, listen, let's work together for 30 days. And if at the end of those 30 days, you are not satisfied with what I've done for you in those four weeks, we'll go ahead and cancel the agreement. Not a problem, right? But let's get started right away so we can accomplish the goal, which is what? To sell your home. Again, I know it is a very controversial topic, all right? But if I were to become a listing agent in my area right now, those would be the two most powerful listing tools that I would use to get as many listings as possible, because I know most real estate agents and brokers are not business oriented people, right? So they are going to keep the 3%. They are going to ask for a six month listing, which is exactly what everybody else does. So your differentiation is very, very small, if any. So we want to truly make sure that we are giving high superior value to our sellers. And nothing more valuable to a seller than the ability to opt out if they're not satisfied. And more important than that, the ability to save money. So if you truly, truly, truly want to become a listing agent, and remember, I forgot to ask you the first question today, which is the way we get started every single week. It's how many listings you got this week? And number two, how many open houses you did? Remember, the number one, the number one seller's lead generation tool is what? Open houses. So are you doing open houses? And if the answer is not, then you know what to focus on, all right? So very, very, very important. If anybody has a question about why we, we should be reducing our commission to penetrate a market, I'll be more, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna go ahead and explain it. Guys, the agents and brokers that are not business minded people they all want to charge 3%. And who said 3% is the right commission? Why not 17%? Why not $500 or 1%? Right? It's just customary. But customary is what everybody does. Since everybody else is doing the same thing, it's very different, difficult to differentiate. However, one more time, I'm going to repeat it. The most important thing we have in order to get listings is social proof. The reason most sellers list their property with the top agents in the area is because of social proof, it's because those sellers have seen those agents for a long time, but more important, they've seen other neighbors trusting and trusting their property. To that, to that agent. So what you need to do at the beginning, especially, especially if you don't have enough listings in your area is to get as many listings as possible. It is not about how much money you make in one deal. It's about how much free advertising you're getting with every single listing. So again, for those of you who are not in South Florida, I am in an area that's called Coral Gables in South Florida. And if I were to become a listing agent in Coral Gables, the first thing that I would do is charge a flat fee for my first five listings, maybe a thousand dollars. I'm not even thinking about making a penny. What I'm thinking is having five for sale signs, it's going to save me thousands, thousands of dollars in advertisement, completely free advertisement. Not only that, but it's also advertisement that I can use to gener- proactively generate seller's leads. Because I can put an ad in the paper if I have the budget, I can send postcards if I have the budget, but how do I interact with those sellers if they don't reach out to me? Now, here's a beautiful thing. By me having five, six, seven houses for sale, now what can I do? I can do a listing, a, a, an open house every single day, literally every single day. And how much is that costing me? Zero. I have five, six, seven for sell signs. How much is that costing me? Zero. And it's the highest social proof evidence, meaning six, seven of your neighbors entrusted me with their home to sell. And and then a a bit by bit, a bit by bit, I can increase my commission. And always giving my sellers the option to cancel in 30 days. The likelihood of them canceling after 30 days, once they've committed to you, it's less than 6%. I'm going to repeat it one more time, right? I see Margarita right in front of me, so I'm just going to put her as an example because I see her right here. Right? So Margarita, listen, you are the seller, right? So let's work together for 30 days. And if at the end of those 30 days trial period, you're not satisfied with my work. We'll cancel it, no questions asked. Make sense, Right? So if Carlos Martel, who I see to the left of my side, comes and says, no, 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 I am forced or that's the way I do business, I need you to sign a six-month leasing agreement. Who do you think Margarita is more likely to go with, with Orlando or with Carlos? Of course, with Orlando, it's just 30 days. Let's give it a try for 30 days and see what happens. Doesn't work, you hire Carlos. Got it? But if it works, right, we can keep working together in a 30-month basis period, not a problem. Got it, guys? This is so, so, so critical, guys. At the end of the day, you are not going anywhere working with buyers. I'm gonna say it one more time. If you truly want to build a real estate business, it's going to be almost, not always impossible. Thank you, Carlos. And I know Carlos and I work very, very, very close. Carlos is a broker, very, very experienced, all right? And we know that at the end of the day, if we don't work with sellers, we are not going to last financially for a long time in this business we might close you know six seven eight transactions a year but at the end of the day we need to become listing agents or at least work with investors who constantly buy over and over and over again right so that to me it's very important let's see delenia i learned that this weekend in an open house i did with a co-worker all right i, I learned that this weekend, the people that come in, it's priceless. Exactly, especially if they don't have an agent working with them. Exactly, Delenia. And you know, many of those buyers don't have an agent working with them. Got it? It's free leads, completely free leads. And I have you right now in front of the, um, the computer, and I and I see you going like this. It's just just crazy not to have six, seven listings. By the way. Last week, I had a conversation with Brent Gove, B-R-E-N-T, Gove, G-O-V-E, Brent Gove, number one agent in California for many, many years. And what was his number one? Number one lead generation tool, open houses. He would literally do open houses seven days a week. He said, my office was the open houses. I would be in an open house the whole day, the whole day. Why work from the office? Go and do an open house. Now, if you have six, seven listings, you have at least two or three that are empty. Stay there the whole day. It's much better, you work from there. Now we don't need an office. From the computer, you can do it. Computer and phone, that's it, you're all set. You don't use anything else in your office. Why are you going to the office? Why are you going to the office? Stay home, concentrate, focus. Go to an open house, stay in that home. Use your computer and your phone. When was the last time you printed something? I hope it was a long time ago. I haven't printed something in a long, long, long time. Everything is digital now, right? So instead of going to an office, get a listing that is empty and do 24, you know, you know eight hour open houses every single day. That's simple. All right, guys? Very, very, very important. I hope you take this to heart because that, that's exactly what the top agents do. It's all about open houses. It's all about listings. It's all about listings. However, I always say, don't forget about buyers because eventually they will become your sellers. But your focus needs needs to be on listings, right? Once you have those listings, you are going to generate traction for your business. People are going to start trusting you. You're gonna have the free advertisement. The most important thing, because it's one of the questions right here, how do I create leverage income? That's it, the last question that I'm gonna answer today. I have five questions that I chose. And one of that questions, how do I create leverage income? Well, there's more. the committed agency in real estate, part of the way creating leverage income is by having listings. I'm going to close with this because you know the answer. Can you work with three buyers in the same day? Uh, absolutely not. You can work with three different buyers in a, single, in, in a single day. Can you get three listings? Can you have 10, 15, 20, 30 listings at the same time? Of course you can. All right, so very important. I hope you take this to heart. If you have any questions right now, we got more 50 people right here on the line. If you have more questions about how to generate more sellers leads, just let me know. And Delenia, can you, can you elaborate just one second how it went on that open house? I will really appreciate it. I just, I want people to feel, to understand the importance of doing open houses. It comes from new agents to top, top agents in the industry, are you there?
1: Yes, can you hear me?
0: Yes, So t- tell me a little bit about this weekend's open house. Uh, what was the experience?
1: Um, for me, the experience was really good and invaluable because it was one of the actually it was my first open house. Right. Um, it wasn't my listing, it was my coworkers' listing, but she gave me the opportunity to do the open house to possibly bring in a buyer. Um, I had an investor who I thought would invest in the property, but the ROI for him was too low, mm-hmm. and so that didn't go through. And then, other than that, we had two more people come in. It wasn't a busy day, mm-hmm. but those two people, I'm trying to work with them now.
0: Okay. How, how much did it? How much did it cost you to do <laughs> the open house?
1: Nothing but my time. Hey, hey, and exactly. that's
0: it. Right. <laughs> and it was enjoyable. Hey, hey. So
1: I didn't have. I wasn't bored. I wasn't, you know, losing time. So. Right. So it you generate two business?
0: two buyers leads, right? Right. Because like you maybe Realtors.com will sell it to you for forty or fifty dollars. Right,
1: right. Right. Zillow
0: right. will sell it to you from between seventy and one hundred and twenty dollars. All right? right. That is very 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 expensive, and and those services work. Mm-hmm. You did it for free, and it was a learning experience. Did you download exactly. the open got, open house guide from our library?
1: Mm, I don't think I have yet. I, okay. I'm still working on the Project 250.
0: I just finished I that. That's okay. That's okay. For, for all of you guys, thank you very much for, for letting me know. Uh, that, and you see, Delania did it with, with a listing that is, that is not even hers. It's from a friend. as a friend in your office. And if you don't have a friend in your office because you're new to the business or new in that, in that office, go to your broker and tell him, listen, I just want to generate seller's leads. I'm willing to do anything. I just want to do as many open houses as, as I can. And many times I have agents that are brand new in the coaching program, they ask their brokers and the broker actually gives them one of the listings to do the open house, all right? So we know that if we stay home or, or we stay in the office, one of the two, we're not gonna get the leads. We need to do the open houses. We need to interact with buyers and sellers. And, and, and it's a way Delaney as you said, you know, it's a learning experience. They're gonna ask you questions about the property. They're gonna ask you questions about the area, right? And it's a way for us to prepare ourselves, right? Well, thank you very much for that. Let me let me tell you guys. Let me show you here. For those of you who don't know, let me go into our library. Uh, if you have not downloaded the open house guide, uh, go here uh, and uh, download it. Very, very important. I'm gonna show it to you right here. Uh, share screen. Right here, you go to our library where it says library to the left-hand corner. You press in English, of course. If you speak Spanish, you go to the Spanish one, but then you will see it here. You go, you d- go down to the middle of the page and you're gonna see many, many uh, guides, right? On handling objections, when and how to post on Instagram, best time to send emails, right? International partnerships, how to create content, right? And here you go, pre-construction guide, the pre-qualifying guide, and as you can see right here, The open house guide, you click on that one, right? And we will give you the four steps to having a successful open house. It's a four step and then you're going to see it here in the index, right? Um, What the four steps are. And then if you want the details, the guide will explain every single aspect of a successful open house. As you can see right here, number one is preparing for the open house. Number two, it's marketing and driving traffic to the open house. Number three, what to do actually, you know, what to do during the open house. And very, very, very important, what to do after the open house, right? Those are the four steps. But not only that, at the end, we give you the complete open house checklist. So go to the library, look for the open house guide and make sure you download it, right? Very important, the more open houses you do, the better you are going, the more results you are going to see, right? Maria says, good morning, in order to identify the 2,000 properties and then check the sold ones. Where do we go? Very good. So Maria, RPR is to check. So remember guys, good question. Good, good, very important question. So when we want to become a listing agent, first and foremost, we need to identify an area. And that area needs to have at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Ideally, an area where there are a total of 2,000, 2,200 properties in total out of which 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. If we don't have at least 80 to 90 properties sold, we need to expand that area because it means that that area is not active enough. So it doesn't really matter how many open houses, postcards, Zillow, realtors, email marketing, social media you do, that area is not active enough. So marketing is going to it's not going to generate enough sales. So once we identify those 80 to 90 properties sold, which is a question Maria asked, in order to identify the 2000 properties and then check the sold ones, where do we go? So in order, Maria, to check the sold ones, you go to the MLS. In order to check the total number of properties in a specific area, you go to RPR, right? Right. Very good. So you're very, very close to to you answering your own question, right? RPR will give you the total number of properties in an area, right? The MLS will give you the total number of properties sold within a range, right? Meaning, 12 months, right? Uh, lenia RPR is, uh, what is it? Realtors, uh, Realtors, Realtors. I don't remember what the P star uh, stands for. Realtor Property Research. Realtors Property Research. Uh, uh, resources, I'm sorry. right? Uh, all of you have access to the RPR site through your local MLS. Very good statistics. It will tell you uh, the population, the average income, number of properties. Uh, uh, level of education of those people. Um, it will tell you the age of, 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 of the resident. So it's very, very interesting. And highly, highly, real to proper resources, exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought. So um, I highly recommend you going to the site. As, as I said, uh, it is a paid site, but uh, through your local association, it is completely free. And you're gonna find a lot of resources that are gonna help you become the expert in your area. So when you have the opportunity to speak to a seller you know exactly what you're talking about highly recommend that site all right so let's continue to the second question all right mm-hmm. very good today mm-hmm. wasn't that controversial i think you already hear me many times so it wasn't that controversial usually when i bring that lower your commission strategy agents and brokers jump into the call so you're crazy How are you going to do that i'm not going to give my business away for for free actually it's not your it's not that you're giving your business away for free it is that it is is just a marketing strategy like red bull the biggest energy drink in the world right does when they go to a new campus give away their product they could say oh i'm not going to give away my product everybody knows red bull and if you want it you need to purchase it it is a marketing strategy all right so after watching this video time management i see the important Importance of the three steps you talk about. There are many days that Maria and myself want to do so many things that we would actually don't get anything accomplished. Uh-huh. Sounds familiar to most people here, and I see some of you smiling. Step number one: What you can eliminate is what we must do. This will make our day a more productive one. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about time management right here. I chose this this uh, this question because regardless of who you are right now in terms of your business, whether you're new, experienced, or a top agent, right, you most likely have a feeling of, you're, you're feeling overwhelmed. It's not going to go away unless you change your time management habits, unless you truly organize your day. It's not going to go away ever ever, unless you change the way you behave. And I see Margarita, going going like this, right? So very, very important. We need to ask ourselves three questions. Can I eliminate this activity? Can I automate it? If I can eliminate it, so can I automate it? And if I can't automate it, can I delegate it? What you're going to find out is that at the end, the only three activities, right? that you actually can either eliminate, automate, or delegate are specialized knowledge. You need to, every single day, work on your specialized knowledge, number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, feed, new construction, what's happening in your area, right? That's going to give you the communication skills to truly prove to somebody that you're truly the expert you say you are. That's number one, specialized knowledge. You don't have to work on your specialized knowledge, literally for more than 10 minutes a day. There is not just enough information, but if you do it every single day, early in the morning, 10 minutes to study your market, to review your market, to memorize it. 10 minutes, do not invest more than 10 minutes. You don't need to, right? But you need to do it every day. Second, it's marketing. Most of your marketing strategies, you can delegate, right? Or you can automate, but you need to make sure that you review what's working and what's not working for you because the marketing is what's going to ultimately give you what everybody in business is looking for sales conversations got it sales conversations at the end of the day you know we, we know that we need to speak to at least five new prospects every single day whether you are part-timer full-timer experienced, or new agent you need to speak at the least to five new prospects every single day, period. Why? Well, but I don't need to make that much money. This is a part-time job for me. And for most of you, you are not part-timers From for most of you, right? But, but, even, but even if you're a part-timer, if you're speak to at least five new people a day, this is what's happening. This is what's not happening. You are not developing your communication skills. So at the end of the day, when you have the chance to speak to one or two buyers or sellers, you think that it's the real realtors.com fault. You think that it's your email marketing fault. You think that it's Facebook fault. You think that is that the leads are not good. It's not a lead situation, it's a communication situation. So in order to improve your communication skills, learning how to pre-qualify, how to follow up, how to make an, an effective presentation, how to truly handle objections, and finally feeling comfortable, comfortable with closing the seller. And the buyer. You need to do this every single day. Got it? Very, very important. It's like, well, I'm going to run every day for two minutes. If you run every day for two minutes, nothing is going to change. Right? You need to exercise at least, at minimum, for 20 minutes. So most things you can eliminate, automate, or delegate. But what you can't eliminate or delegate or automate, it's specialized knowledge, marketing, and finally, the most important thing sales conversations, all right? Very, very important you do that. And you need to schedule it. If you don't put it on your schedule, it is not going to happen. The most powerful thing you can do for time management is to every single day, and I'm gonna show you right here. I'm gonna show you my digital calendar, calendar, right? I want to also show you what you've seen before, the real estate calendar. right, this is my digital calendar. You don't need ours. Ours is just created for real estate agents. But as you can see right here, I'm booked from even exercise from seven in the morning, actually 6.45 in the morning until 7 p.m. Even my lunch right here, even my lunch is booked. Even my lunch. So I know when to go to lunch and I know when to come back, right? Everything, look at this. Even, even when I look at my, at the end of the day, right? My emails, when I go into the forum to answer your questions, when I look at my text messages, when I put, when I get my calendar ready for next day, everything should be scheduled because if we don't schedule it, what happens is we keep circling into social media and Gmail or your, your email over and we see the email 20 times. And we're going to social media 25 times, right? We need to be very, very proactive with our calendar. So one of the most important things you can do for your business is to put everything in the calendar. Everything, everything. Let me show you right here. And I put it here. even, Even my weekly, this is my daily, actually, marketing calls. Even their schedule, everything has to be scheduled. If it is not in the calendar, it's not going to happen. And that's why we give you the printed one. If you don't feel comfortable with a digital one, well, here we go. We have the real estate calendar where every single half an hour, you put everything that you're going to do. You right here, write the sales conversations you had for the day. You put the date. So we divide the real estate calendar into a 30-day goals, right? What are we going to do in the next 30 days? Then every single week right here, the list of 20, what are the... 20 most important things you're going to be doing this week. And as you can see, I'm going to show you mine, right? So not only what I need to do, but more important, something that have made me very, very efficient, it's this right here, right? As you can see, this is today's date. These are the 12, actually it's 15 things. Sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 10. The most important 15 things for this week that I need to do. Those things. Need to get done by me or by my team so i'm very clear right very purposeful purposeless okay okay this is exactly what has to happen this week and this is exactly what needs to happen today because this is a beautiful thing about putting it in the calendar you will know whether you can do a specific activity today or not we put so many things in a to-do list but we don't know if it fits in the calendar so once you put it in the calendar say, oops can be done today so what's more important then you start prioritizing right what's more important a or b well a is more important all right let me put it for today's uh for today in the calendar and then let me move it for tomorrow b let me move it for tomorrow it's simple it's very very simple guys all right so let's see if you have any questions right here uh margarita let's see and we're going back okay so very good questions going back Two. Let's stop now time management and we're going to go back. And as I said, this is a very controversial uh, topic, right? Margarita said, again, the buyer agents still gets 3% Of course. Very important, Margarita. Very good question. We never touch the buyers. The only time we touch the buyer agents commission is to increase it. Got it? We want to give him a bonus. We got to, We want to give him more than 3%. Reason is simple. Buyers agents are not going to show the property if it is less than 3%, many times. Hey, is it moral? Is it the right thing to do? I'm not arguing whether it's good or the, the, you know good intentions, bad intentions, or the right or wrong thing to do. They don't wanna show it unless they don't have anything else to show, right? So we never touch the buyer's agent commission. We only touch ours. And the reason we're touching our commission is because we're business people, because we wanna get deals done. Got it? Because we want free marketing, because we want more free leads because it's going to save me a lot of money. I'd rather make 1% on a property that I can work and generate many leads for free, do a lot of free marketing, right? And have 10 properties like that, that have only a 3%, right? Good point. Very good question. So we do not touch the buyer's agent. Anders, Margarita, there's basically potential to touch the seller, but there's typically split between the buyers and seller 2%. Exactly. Very good. Uh, Ike, I would keep the buyer's agent commission at 3%. Very good, so, okay, so that's what I'm saying. Very good, thank you, Right At 3% and take a lower permission for myself to get the listing, 100%. Very, very good. Very, very good. Anders, my broker allows me to negotiate down to 2%. Below that, they require permission. They recommend we go to two and a half, then two as a kind of But talk to your broker what that strategy is. Very good, Anders. Unfortunately, your your broker is kind of open. But unfortunately, many brokers are not business people. They're just just administrative people, and they are not thinking as entrepreneurs, unfortunately. So you want to make sure that when you work for a brokerage firm, one of the first questions you ask Agents are always concerned. What's my split? What's my split? What's my split? Guess what? Most top agents can care less about their split. Do you notice what I said? Most top real estate agents can care less about their split. What are you talking about? Actually, many of my top agents have the choice to go 70-30 or up to 90-10. And most of my agents go... 70-30, 70-30, and you go, what are you talking about? Yeah, because real estate agents should not be concerned with the split. The split means nothing. One more time, the split means nothing. What truly matters is the cap. And most agents and brokers are not even familiar with the cap. One more time, most real estate agents or brokers don't even have a clue what the cap is. Cap is the most you pay to your broker in an anniversary uh, basis, in a yearly basis, one more time, one more time, capping is the most you pay to a broker in a yearly basis. So if I'm going to sit with you as a real estate agent and you're the broker, I can care less about the split. What I care is about the cap. Okay. What's my cap with you as my broker. So what's the most, I'm going to pay you in a yearly basis. Right. So some companies have 20,000, 25,000, $30,000. Okay. So, the most I'm going to pay you if I have an amazing year is $30,000, right? That's the most. Okay, I can deal with that, right? But most agents and brokers don't even know that exists. But for most top agents, that's the first thing they negotiate. As a matter of fact, most top agents say, have me at seventy thirty because I want to be at 100% ASAP. Meaning cap is, if your cap is $25,000, that's the most I pay you. But once I pay you the $25,000, every single transaction after that is at 100%. Got it? Very, very important. Right? So many top agents say at the beginning of their anniversary year, I want 70 30 because after the second or the third transaction, I know that I'm 100% and I know the money's coming 100% to me. Right? I'm sorry. I, okay, let's see. Somebody asked. I'm going to mute somebody. I don't know if they have a question. I'm going to mute it. And, okay, I'm going to mute it. And if you have a question, unmute yourself and I'll be more than glad to answer that for you, all right? I don't know if that was a question or somebody talking, but if you have a question, please let me know and I'll be more than glad to answer it for you. So going back to this question, Anders, right? Um, And some brokers don't allow you to go under 3%. Some other ones don't allow you to go under 2%. At the end of the day, whose business is it? At the end of the day, who is the one that is actually hustling talking to the client, getting the listing, exactly, Dilenia, exactly, it's you. So you need to be in an environment where you're allowed to conduct your business according to your benefit, all right? And you should be able to lower your commission even to $200, why? Because not only you, but actually the broker is gonna benefit, but because of in design, what company name is gonna be there? The brokers, so the brokers getting free advertisement. As I said, unfortunately, many brokers are not entrepreneurs; they're administrative people, and they just don't get it, right? So I leave it up to you. You need to be able to negotiate and work your commission according to your business benefit, all right? And if it is five hundred dollars, it is five hundred dollars, all right? So leave it up to you. uh Margarita says, "Thank you, Anders, and I got it. What calendar you to recommend?" So. As I said, if you guys want the calendar, I'm going to have uh, uh, Carlos, Carlos, if you can put uh, the link to the calendar, right? I'll appreciate it. Uh, Or you know what? Send me an email because I think we've run out of calendars. I don't know if we have more. Our our, our agents that have been in coaching for a long time, they just purchase this every single month, right? last a month. So if you want the calendar, email us at info at Montero Organization. Carlos, if you can put, it, if you want the calendar, email us at info at Montero Organization. We'll see how many calendars we have left. Uh, so this is the calendar I recommend. It's created for you, specifically for you guys, right? Good question. Karina, what do you recommend once I deliver 200 postcards in my neighborhood with no results yet? I've done it. i I done it 10:14. Should I repeat it at the same place or change it? Alright, Karina, if you can come to the uh, the microphone, and if not, what I'm assuming right now is that you sent 200 postcards in October the 14th. Alright, now.
1: Orlando, yeah. Good morning, it's Karina. Yeah.
0: Good morning, Karina. So can you explain, can you elaborate a little yes, bit? I know your... it's a
1: little confusing, but I started my um, another marketing campaign with door hangers, actually. It's not postcards. Mm-hmm. So what I've done is that I did my research here in, in the rural area. Mm-hmm. Most of the, the areas in the rural are gated communities. So associations won't allow for you to deliver, even in my own neighborhood, okay? So I have to find other neighborhoods. And I've done it myself to put these door hangers in Hialeah Gardens, and portion of the roll. This was on October 14th. I have not received any calls yet, any emails, nothing. I know I have to do it for at least three or four months. Would you recommend for me to change the neighborhood or do something different?
0: How many times have you done it? Once. Okay, so very important. So please write this down. For all of you who are doing postcards or door hungers, number one, you need to commit to a minimum of six months. Six months. Twice, okay. per, twice, at minimum, twice per month. All right. Ideally, 12 months. And again, at a minimum of two times per month. All right. Oh. So if you're going to do it for six months, it's 12 times. If we're going to do it for 12. Of course, it's 24 times. It's all about frequency and consistency. Number two, very important. Mm-hmm. So we talk about frequency and consistency. Number two, we need to talk about content. What content? Uh, Karina, did you put in that, in those uh, door hangers?
1: Well, I'm your neighborhood uh, realtor. Um, I can give you a free consultation. If you own your house, if you have any questions regarding how's the market right now, just give me a call. I'm here to help you. That's, that's already, you know, it hasn't a specific design. For me to put I'm your neighborhood realtor because I purchased this with the idea of doing it in my neighborhood. <laughs> I have to go a little far, but in my business card on it.
0: And okay, that's- so very important, Karina. I, 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 I highly recommend you watch module number three, mm-hmm. which is all about content. Right. So this is what happens. You are one of the many neighbors in the area that is a realtor, right? So again. We need to offer something different a differentiation right mm-hmm. three mistakes owners in the make when selling their home get it here and you put a landing page or you put the website if you have octopus with us right mm-hmm. the five things you need to know before selling your home right right so you need to offer me something diff- how many karina how many postcards magazines you get from agents in your mailbox
1: i do get well now with the elections i get a lot
0: Right, and, and it's always like that, right? Like so again, if, if I'm going to a market and I'm doing everything exactly the way other people do it, most likely I'm gonna keep getting the same results other people are getting, right? So mm-hmm. I need to make sure that my, my door hanger, my poster has something of higher value to that person. Like three, four years, no, not three, five, six years ago, mm-hmm. the market report or the free marketing consultation used to work a lot. Not anymore because everybody now is using that. Right? So you need to offer them something of value, a downloadable, that, like I said, where there is no friction. The probability of they calling you is extremely low. Why do you think sellers usually don't call the agents? Because they don't see the value. They, right. they know they're gonna sell them something. Right. Got it? So right. again, watch module number three, where I talk and I give you four, 48 yeah. different.
1: And I know there, there is content on Octopus, Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been uh, doing much lately. I have to be okay. honest, okay. but I did sign up. I did sign up. So can I download the the content?
0: Of from- course. You, not only you can download it, but you should use it. So you have a hundred. As long as you're using Octopus, you have you have a hundred percent right to the content.
1: Okay. Right?
0: So I'm gonna also give you guys here, and if you wanna take your phone out and take a picture, uh, I'm gonna give you a few different titles here that you can use to get the the seller's attention. Got it? I'm gonna okay. give it to you right here. Uh, you can go, there are 48. And if you go to the content section, you're going to see it. So let me share my computer with you guys, my screen with you right here. So we wanna go something like this, All right? Number one, five common mistakes owners make when selling their home. Their property in, fill in the blanks. You said highly according, you said Doral, it doesn't really matter. We have agents around the country, just put in the blank, the area where you are focusing on, right, three actions to make your home the number one choice for potential buyers. Number three, what to do if you have not sold your home in the last 90 days? Should you hire a real estate agent? 14 questions to ask before hiring a real estate agent. Are you ready to sell your home? what to do next you have all this information yeah it great all right so what do you think is going to be more appealing this information or at me requesting people to contact me just because i'm a real estate agent we already know the answer right yes mm-hmm. that's why the content is so 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 important it's what we call the, in marketing the hook right we want to get their attention and we know as i said in coaching that with my picture, my, my picture profile from 87 years ago, saying that I'm the number one, the best one, it's not gonna get their attention. So we need to give them content I don't know if you noticed, but I'm gonna put it here again.
1: Do you know what company do you recommend to get a print, to do the door hangers?
0: Uh, send me an email, I'll, I'll send you a, 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 a few. Send me an okay. email. Yeah. So look, look at, uh, where, where is the agent's name? Anywhere in this copy, anywhere
1: nowhere
0: nowhere because Mm -hmm. the agent's name is not relevant Mm -hmm. it's not important at the beginning i'm not saying it's not important ever what i'm saying is i need to get your attention Mm -hmm. and once i see that you're a real estate agent done the Mm -hmm. value is lost because there are so many agents just saying the same the same thing to me so i'm going to give you an example seth godin is one of it's called the genius of marketing seth godin please write that down seth godin i highly recommend you read about this guy he has many many he has four he has 14 14 bestseller books one of them is called, called the purple cow one of them is called the purple cow so seth is from new york right and his kids of course were, of course were born in new york in manhattan mm-hmm. so they go to friends and this is a true story he's he's saying in the, in the in the in the book, they go, And that, that's why he got the title, the purple cow. So he goes to France, he's driving through the country and his kids in the first 15 minutes just can't believe it. They see so many cows. These kids are coming from New York. And for them to see a cow, it's like, well, it's just something out of this world, right? And they are like through the window, looking at all these cows and the kids can't believe it. For the first 10 minutes, it's like, wow, this is, you know, France is so amazing but what do you think happens after 10 minutes the kids lose interest right right? that's not a big deal anymore but what about and he said so okay so the kids were so impressed so 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 attracted to the cows but after 10 minutes they're not attracted anymore Mm -hmm. but what happens after two hours driving through the country you see a purple cow whoa what Mm -hmm. happened there it's another cow, but it's purple. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's what I'm trying to say. So the right. typical message from the real estate agent has four things, right? My picture from 87 years ago, mm-hmm. what I just recently listed, what I recently sold, all right, my contact information and the call to action, call me, I'm your realtor of choice. Mm-hmm. But it's not It's not only that has no value, but it's that so, so, so many people doing exactly the same. So boom, throw it away, throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. Mm-hmm. And the fact that most real estate agents only do it once or twice, it's game over. Now, you don't say anything, but I've seen you Karina over and over and over again, that frequency and consistency, even if the message is not the best, Mm -hmm. again, at least it has enough frequency. So you start positioning yourself in my mind as the Mm -hmm. expert of choice.
1: So So would I do the same neighborhood again and again for six months?
0: Every two weeks. Okay. Now, very important, very important, right? If you put the right message, it's going to take your conversion to the roof. But not only that, if we also use email, social media and online marketing, then again, it, it's not about the postcard. It's not about email, it's not about social media. It's about It's about frequency and consistency, familiarity. What we want to create is familiarity. The, the tool is the least important thing. Oh, postcards work? It's not about the postcard. What about social media? It's work. It's not about social media. Listen, you can have Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, but if you don't have the repetition and the right message, nobody sees it. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? So it's not a tool. So what I want you to do is to make sure that your agents, once they open their email, they see Karina. They go into social media. Who do they see? Karina again. They go online, CNN, Fox News, whatever it is, they see Karina again. And now they go to their mailbox, open the mailbox and what do they see? Karina again. So that's frequency and consistency, right? And that
1: costs money too.
0: That that costs money too. And that's why the top agents invest so much money on that, right? So, but but you don't start there. So that's what I talk about, the four buckets of of marketing, right? You start with email marketing and you already have Octopus, so you don't have to pay extra for that, right? So email marketing, and you reach out to all those people that are opening your emails, right? Number two, then you go a little bit of money, 50 to $60 per week on social campaigns, social media campaigns, not posting. Postings are not going to get you anywhere, and you know that, all right? Mm-hmm. Number three, online marketing, which is a little bit more expensive. We're talking about the realtors.com, retargeting, etc. And then finally, you do what? You do postcards, which is way more expensive, magazines, newspapers, right? Uh, one of my top agents, right? Top 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 agents is one of the top agents in Cobalt Bank. I'm gonna show it right here. Well, this is a magazine, right? But Anna is just she's not doing only magazine. She's doing video. She's doing email. She's doing social media. But she's been in the business for a long, long, long time, right? So and by the way, she don't need, not only have one uh, uh, magazine, but she has many. She has a postcards, etc. It's all about frequency. Oh,
1: frequency. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Thank you. Excellent. You're welcome. You so I'm gonna so you can. There you go. Perfect. So very, very good question, guys. It's all about the marketing. It's all about marketing. It's all about having the frequency, the presence, right? Biggest brand in the world. Biggest brand in the world. Coca-Cola. Do they still advertise? Everywhere all the time, right, Margarita? I see Margarita going like this, right? What is it? Uh, biggest electronic brand in the world. Apple. Do you see any Apple? Uh, Apple... Signs, listen, if, if, if you live in Miami, and I guess all around the nation, you see the biggest posters, the biggest billboards are from who? From Apple, right? And they have the biggest name. They could say, I'm not advertising anymore. It's all about that frequency and consistency. Listen, there is a, with this, I'll close today to go to the last question. It's so, so important. It's key to your success. In the mind of the consumer, there there is only space for two brands. What's the number soda brand in the world? Number one soda brand, Coca-Cola, right? And we know what number two is, right? What's the number two soda brand in the world? Pepsi. But if we were doing a live seminar and I ask, what's the number three? You don't know. Some people will say Dr Pepper. Some other people will say, uh, what is it? Seven Up. You don't know. So what we want through marketing is to be at least the number two brand, ideally number one. And that's done only to frequency and consistency. Repetition, 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 right? Uh, very good, Carlos, there you go, Mr. Martel. There you go, experience, long time in the business. Look at Carlos. I'm still doing letters with the building's information and I got two listings within eight months. Very good, Carlos. That, but that's what? In eight months, he's doing it over and over and over and over. Very, very, very good. All right? And, Carlos, it's very simple. My information and information about the building. Exactly. That's all it is. The information is all about the information about the building. Now, you want to ask him, too, to download the latest report, to download the mistakes, to download the, the secrets to selling in that specific building but at the end of the day, it's the frequency and consistency, right? I got only 10 minutes, so I'm going to go real quick to the next question, which I found very, very, very relevant. Let me see right here. That's not uh, where did I get the, uh, okay, perfect. So right here, share, because I got only 10 minutes. I have a meeting. Okay. Hi, Orlando. During last week's meeting, you briefly mentioned the importance of leverage income or passive income. Could you elaborate a bit more on the topic? How can we as real estate agents create leverage income? Very, very good. How soon should we start creating leverage income? And what is the first thing I should do if I want to start creating and earning leverage income? Okay, so number one, let's get started right here with this, right? I'm going to elaborate a little bit. But how can we as real estate agents create leverage income? All right. So there are many, many ways of creating leverage income. The typical one for real estate agents is through rentals. All right. That's number one. Rental properties. I'm going to give you three right now. Right. Number one, rental properties. Most of you, most real estate agents can afford to buy rental properties, but that's leverage income. Right? Now, if you can afford to buy rental property, most likely you can afford Partner with some of your clients, right? And that's what we've done for many, many years until we were able to have enough money to do properties on our own. Your three percent, your two percent that you are getting paid for finding a property, put that into the deal and say it to your uh, client, hey, Mister, Mister uh, Buyer. Usually, when you have a close relationship with them, you know, I would like to become partners with you. I will manage the property. I will put my commission into it and I'll have a five, seven, 10% piece of the property. It's not about how much you're getting. It's about the frequency, right? That leverage income, what you can do to that property later. Number two, very important. Are you growing your team? Yes or no? You can't work more. For most agents, it's all about, okay, I'm doing 50 transactions this year. I want to go to, hundred transactions this year. And the answer is always, I need to work more. All right. So you need to leverage yourself. Are you creating a team? And if you're not creating a team, you need to create a team. All top agents, right here. Let me stop this here. Uh, mute all. Continue. All top agents, all of these agents you see here, and all of those top agents that you know have created a team. You need to start creating, even if you're a brand new agent, get together with other people just for the fact of supporting each other. This business is very lonely and you should not be doing real estate by yourself. One more time. You should not be doing real estate by yourself. You should be part of a team. You should create your team, even if you're a brand new and working with another brand new person, because two minds think usually way better than just one right? So if you want to start creating leverage income, you need to start thinking about how to create more teams, right? If you want more question, uh, uh, me to elaborate more about that, I'll be more than glad to do so. But understand that as a real estate agent, you do not have a business. As a real estate agent, what you have is a job. And after coaching thousands of agents, what I've seen is that when I ask him, what's your financial plan for the next three, five, seven, ten 10 years? The answer, almost unanimous, is always the same broken plan. Just work more, just work more. They don't have savings. They don't have rental properties. They don't have a team to leverage themselves. As Rockefeller said in the 1940s, I'd rather have 1% effort of hundred people than hundred percent of my own effort for the simple fact that it's much easier to scale, to leverage yourself. All right. Because if you work by yourself, you depend hundred percent on your own effort, which is very dangerous. You might get sick. You might not be able to work that week, that month, the economy might go wrong. You want to go on vacation. Something is always going to happen. So for your financial future and for your real estate business, you need to start thinking about creating a team. If you want more information about that, creating teams, email me. Email me directly, Orlando at Montier Organization. Orlando, how can I start creating my team? How can I start creating leverage income? I truly want to grow a business instead of just selling real estate, right? Sebastian, thank you. Great advice. And again, Sebastian, and the, the reason I say it is because I see it every single uh, time that I speak to agents. What's your financial plan for the next three to five years? And they say, I don't know, do more marketing? Yeah, more marketing is more selling, which is great. You need to do two things as a real estate agent. Number one, work your job, which is sell more real estate. Very good. But number two, very important. Very, very, very important. Develop a business. And nobody has a business by themselves. If you're working, listen, there's a great advice. That says, if you don't have an assistant, You are the assistant. Got it. All right. So when you don't have a team, guess what? You don't have a business. You have a job. So again, I got to go to an 11 a.m. large meeting that I'm doing uh, for a company. If you want more uh, advice, if you want to go in details on how you can grow your real estate uh, uh, team, let email me orlando at monteorganization.com orlando at monteorganization.com big hugs to everybody today ask me as many questions as you can I will see you during the week in the forum and I will see you next Monday live in our weekly planner call take care guys sorry I have to go 11 at my meeting take care guys it's always nice to see you (music) bye-bye